Wait a minute, I hear something. What's happening? It's that time again. It's Dr. Movie Time. We're back with another episode. And I'm driving in a storm at the moment. It's not too bad of a storm. It was storming earlier. But uh, I can handle it. Hey, you know, what do you do when you're trapped in a post-apocalyptic world and you have a water supply and some bad guys are trying to come and take it over? Who can save you? David Carradine. That's right. We we are talking about Doom Warriors from 1991. Sci-fi action flick. Uh, I knew nothing about this movie. I just saw the artwork again, saw the name. I was like, sure, why not? Uh, this, uh, this little film is directed by Sirio H. Santiago. If you're not familiar with that name, you're familiar with some of his movies if you watch the same stuff that I do because he gave us Equalizer 2000. He gave us Death Force. He gave us TNT Jackson. He gave us Firecracker. He gave us Vampire Hookers. And the list goes on. Wheels of Fire. I mean, you know, you know, take it a notch down from the Italian flicks. That's kind of what you got here, right? Um... <laughs> But anywho, let's uh, let's read a synopsis here. It says, uh, "The army of a warlord meets the wrath of a of a farmer." I didn't know he was a farmer on the wasteland of Earth in the year twenty forty. I'm kind of getting tired of these futuristic mu- movies only being you know five ten years away, and uh, you know we we not, the, the clothing still looks the same. So I don't know. But you know how that is. You know, Mad Max, uh, Road Warrior, all those movies made such a big boom that everybody and their mother started making these post-apocalyptic movies. Crap, even Kiss did a post-apocalyptic video for Lick It Up, the most non-post-apocalyptic song ever written. Uh, But it's, you know, obviously based in a wasteland. So... There you go. It's just the times, people. Ironically, this is 1991 when it came out. Feels like it's probably shot a little earlier, and it just didn't come out until a lot later on. Um, <laughs> let's see. What are our why to watch? Well, let's just take a look here. It says uh, it's a lot of fun, very silly, and delivers what you want. Yeah, you know, it's a shoot 'em up. Uh. Joe Baddock's uh, competent cinematography boasts a new, a few snazzy visual flourishes and entertaining little bee flick. Okay, that that's that's all it says. As far as our cast, I mean, you heard me say a while ago we got David Carradine in this. Come on, Grasshopper himself, right? Um, I don't, you know, as much as far as the rest of the crew here, it's nothing much to talk about. Got Rick Hill. Was it Rick Hill? Yeah. Uh, From your Deathstalker movies, the Warrior Queen stuff, you know, all those flicks. Um, 
Jillian McWhorter. I was trying to figure out what I'd seen her in before. Uh, she's in The Dentist Part 2. Uh, the Progeny. Uh, Last Man Standing. The the Dentist, the first one. Uh, I don't know. There's still something that I'm missing here that I've seen her in recently. Uh, After Midnight. Oh, yeah. I like that movie. And we have... Uh, Lou Askew, uh, who's the, uh, the knockoff, uh, Peter Fonda looking guy. You always see him in movies and you think, ah, I think it's Peter Fonda, but it's not. But they, they look a lot alike. Hey, guess, guess what he was in? Magnificent Seven. Why is that important? Because you'll, you'll find out here in a minute. Uh, he's the bad guy in a bunch of stuff. So... He's also in the 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 Warrior and the Sorceress, which you know another Carradine flick for sure, right? They're a pretty good uh, combination, those two guys. Let's see. Uh, well, let's just get into it. There's nobody else really worth talking about. But uh, yeah, you you get this. Uh, you start off watching the bad guys running around, and they're destroying little villages and taking whatever they want, ravaging and plundering, right? And uh, he sends out his henchmen to go to this little town. I can't remember what it's called. It was something silly like Chinel, something like that. Chilnin? I don't know. I forgot. Uh, I could do my research and tell you, but, you know, I'm driving. But uh, this little town has a, a vast water supply. And... Uh, that's why they're interested because you're in a wasteland where there's no water and they, they have a basically a river I think that's in their property or whatever this town so he sends his henchmen to come over and they're going to take this place over well this young lady escapes now she's dating the mayor's son or not the mayor the, the chief's son and uh, you know you kind of get introduced to them and he's just kind of a you know he's, he's wearing like a cardigan sweater and stuff at the beginning you're like okay this 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 is who she's interested in and uh she goes out and tries to find people to come save the village because these bad guys have come in and taken it over so all right we'll just go ahead and stop right there so you already know just from that description alone trying to find a group of mercenaries to come in and run off the bad guys this is Seven Samurai. This is the Magnificent Seven. This is Three Amigos. <laughs> so, you've seen this story. I can't really elaborate on anything that's really any different than this, except that it's in a desert. Which, I had to be honest, when I saw the name Dune Warriors, I thought, okay, is this going to be a sci-fi, you know, Planet Dune kind of thing? Nope, it's not. It's, uh, it's just uh, another one of these post-apocalyptic things. Which, don't get me wrong, I enjoy them. But this is Magnificent Seven or Seven Samurai post-apocalyptic. There you go. So we've had it in space with uh, Battle Beyond the Stars. Again, it's it's a classic story that gets used over and over again. So yeah, she's going out to find these guys. She finds David Carradine. He knows some guys. Hey, I know a couple of guys. I know a couple of guys. They'll come help us out. Um... They pick up the this this one female warrior who's wearing shoulder pads and and uh, 
I don't know, a leotard. <laughs> a combination that really, I don't know if it goes together or not. But uh, they bring in several people and they come into town and kind of get rid of the first round of bad guys. And those guys end up, you know, sending a message back to the boss that, well, you know, these, your old foe, David Carradine, what's his character's name? Michael <laughs> has come into town and he's brought some people and they're really good at what they do. So our bad guy decides that he's going to send another group in. And you get this Joy Budafuco looking dude, uh, you know, big, big, fluffy, kind of late 80s hair, slick back, well, not really slick back, but blown back, wearing shoulder pads, you know. And he sends this group in, and they come in and try to try to take over the place. And then one of our guys decides, hey, we got these motorcycles laying around. I bet you I can make a flamethrower out of it. <laughs> so you got some, uh, not only you got Magnificent Seven and all those, those pieces that go with that, but you got a little bit of A-Team here where we're going to just, you know, take our resources and make a flamethrower. And when these guys show up in these beat-up cars... We're going to shoot them with the flamethrowers. And so the second wave of bad guys can't really get in. Well, you're going to find out as this goes along that the chief of the town doesn't like David Carradine and his group. And also, the guy that, the, the, the son of the chief, who's supposed to be marrying this chick, well, the chick's kind of getting friendly with one of the guys. And, you know... He doesn't want to stand up and fight. The mayor guy doesn't, or the chief's son doesn't want to fight. And you kind of find out later on that they end up kind of supporting the bad guy. So they kind of change sides here. So obviously we're going to get, you know, our, our, our heroine here to line up with, uh, with our good-looking mercenary guy, right? So you kind of got that storyline going on. Um and you get, you know, you get the big showdown at the end, without giving out too much more away about it. It's it's okay. It's really not bad, um, for what it is. You know, the acting's okay. The action's pretty decent. Um, you just feel like you've seen it before, except with David Carradine in it, and you know. It's David Carradine. It's drunk David Carradine. So you can't go wrong with that, right? And uh, I don't know. It's just all right. That that's that's kind of where it falls for me. Uh, so if you enjoy these kind of flicks, uh, yeah, why not check it out? It's on Tubi for free. And uh, let me know what you think about it. I'm gonna give this a. I give it a three out of five. That's pretty. That's probably pretty high. Let's see what they give it on IMDb. They gave it a 4 out of 10, so I'm not far off, right? Uh, it's a 2.5 out of, out of or 2.9 out of 5 on Letterboxd. So I'm right there, right? I'm right there in the middle. That's kind of where I'm at. It's, it's not a bad little flick. It's nothing to really write home about. I'm not disappointed that I checked it out. It's got some pretty cool moments. Uh, but yeah, the whole motorcycle thing, you're going, I don't really see where this is going. You do get to see some dudes jousting on motorcycles. Uh, you know, and again, anything kind of goes in these movies from, from this time period, especially the post-apocalyptic thing, because they can, they can just do whatever. Because you're trying to 
not necessarily have a time stamp because we don't know what things would be like. But, but you know, they're doing the thing. And uh, it's all right. So usually if David Carradine's in it, I'm probably going to check it out anyways. I just like him. I, I mean, he's one of those people I grew up with. Uh, you know, not always stellar, but always solid regardless, right? Even if the movie's not good, he's still pretty solid. So uh, that's pretty much my take on this one. I don't have much else to add because I don't want to give too much away. But, you know, it, it's going to end ex exactly like you think it's going to end. So <laughs> there's no sense in really talking about it. But, you know, in case you want to check it out, I won't ruin it too much. But you'll kind of feel it going that direction while you're checking it out. All right, folks, that's it for this one. Uh, let me know what you think. You know, please, somebody, give me some recommendations because it's, it's kind of been a, a little bit of a drought here of people kind of communicating on what they'd like to hear me talk about. So either you're getting bored with this show or I'm just not doing the right things. Let me know because I, I want to I wanna keep having fun with this. All right, folks, that's it for this episode. We will check you later.